Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, challenging the smug, misinformed arrogance of the left. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. How are you today? And especially those of you who expected a very different result. How are you feeling this morning? I'm just curious. I'm just doing kind of a wellness check on everybody. Because last night, my goodness, last night, we will delve into a number of elements of last night. Because I think there are a lot of things that we certainly need to take in (laughs) as a result of last night's election. First off, I hope that you performed your civic duty and voted. That would be an important start. Those of you who did not, shame on you. I'll also be curious during the course of the broadcast today to find out how you spent your evening. What did you do in regard to the elections? A good friend of mine was pretty funny. Wanted nothing to do with the election stuff. Didn't even want to watch the coverage. I was trying to figure out, you know, what what is the best way? I ended up spending time with a candidate yesterday evening. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later on. But I think a good place to start is mentioning on a local level some of the good things that happened, starting with the U.S. Senate race. You know, I told you I've been enduring these commercials for several weeks now, especially the ones on the subject of abortion. This is one that I think many were convinced they were going to be able to ride this to victory. And it proved not to be the case in two very important races. One of them, Ted Budd, who was on this program yesterday, cruised to victory, came out on top in his race against Sherry Beasley. The final in that one, which I think is pretty significant, going above the 50% threshold. That's very good. Ted Budd comes out on top in this race against Sherry Beasley. It's also important to note, one of the important races, and again, this is where I saw so many of the commercials running. The commercials running to talk about how important it was for the Supreme Court to flip, to not flip, but to remain the same. And what ended up happening? Republicans won both of those seats. All the fear-mongering, all the panic, all of the hysteria about abortion rights, it was all for naught. Not only did it not help Sherry Beasley last night, but at the end of the night, both candidates for the Supreme Court in North Carolina won their races. 
They won their races with 52% of the vote, which is absolutely awesome. So control of the Supreme Court will flip. In fact, the observer pointing out that the GOP won every single statewide judicial race, all of them. A lot of people in the Charlotte-Mecklenburg School Board, boy, that was quite a turn of events. Republicans also appear to win the North Carolina Senate supermajority, but they fell one seat short in the House. This was a pretty good night for Republicans in North Carolina overall. Here in the city of Charlotte, not so good. The total control by the Democrat Party was pretty much reinforced again last night. It was not a pretty picture at all. In fact, one of the races where there was some hope that Republicans would be able to prevail, that was in District 5. I share that as an example. Matthew Reidenauer, looking to make a political comeback, fell about 4,000 votes short. That's where I was yesterday evening. And I would just say of Matthew, for instance, this is a really solid guy. I'll talk more about this later on. But I do think there are some things that we need to do in terms of self-examination. Those of us who claim to be conservative or libertarian and Republican. And it goes into a broader message that applies not just locally, but really across the country. Because I think there are some real, real lessons and messages that came across very clearly last night. The question is, do we have the courage to acknowledge what really happened and why? It's interesting looking at the text line here already. (laughs) Some of the things that people are saying, which we will definitely address. I really believe there was a real change, a real shift that took place yesterday evening. And it ought to be very evident. In the next hour, I'm going to talk about, in particular, the future of the Republican Party. I will address that. Because I think it's vitally important to understand if there will be some effort to preserve this republic, we cannot continue to follow old ways. We've got to recognize what is not going to win. And if we repeat those mistakes, shame on us. It's really that simple. Before I go down that road, I also want to talk about South Carolina. No big surprise here, not much of a contest. Henry McMaster re-elected South Carolina governor, 58%. It's how much he got of the vote yesterday evening. Also very important race for U.S. Senate. Again, not much of a race here. Tim Scott winning 63% of the vote. 
of the vote. I was also glad to see Curtis Loftus, who's been on this program a number of times, won as treasurer 80% of the vote. That's pretty extraordinary. Those are just some of the significant races that stand out in the state of South Carolina. Also glad to see that Ralph Norman has prevailed in his District 5 race. 64% of the vote. That is certainly very, very good news. So just a sampling of some of what took place yesterday evening. We will go into these national races because it's (laughs) quite intriguing what happened yesterday evening. I'll be very curious to get your thoughts as to the whys and wherefores as well as we continue our Wednesday broadcast. Stay with us. delve into some of the races yesterday evening. We'll get some perspectives here from the text line. And I detect very much what I expected. There's a lot of frustration out there. Vince, you have to admit the abortion issue was a real motivating factor in helping Democrat election turnout. The fear of a total nationwide ban helped to stifle the projected big red wave. This one, you know, I find depressing. The text basically says depressing. Cheating continues. If you think last night's big story was about cheating, then give up. I'm just telling you right now, if you think the big story last night was cheating, just hang it up. Reality check. MAGA is not as MAGA predicted. MAGA light GOP controlled DeSantis is in the driver's seat. See, I don't even, I don't think DeSantis has anything to do with MAGA. And I'll talk about this a little bit later on. Ron DeSantis is Ron DeSantis. Another very important point I will make in the next hour about the future. Last night was not exclusively about abortion rights. The media and celebrity politicians very effective in promoting ultra-mega election deniers. Taking democracy from all of us. Played again by the media. Boy, they beat that drum, didn't they? Good morning, Vince. I think we all need to say the flip version of the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the people that I cannot change. The courage to change the person that I can. (laughs) That is really clever. I have to hand it to you. (laughs) And Chris adds out of Shelby and the wisdom to know that it's me. Oh, my gosh. That's I am going to save this. This is brilliant. It really is brilliant. I am just blown away. I'm serious. This is one of those gems that I absolutely have to uh, come back to at some point. I am taking this as my own. No, I will appropriately give you credit as I just did. This is part of what... Can I remind you again? This is the perfect time for me to say. 
it's a reminder, especially for those of us who claim to be Christian, this is where your Christian faith is really tested. I had this great conversation last night with Matthew Ridenour, who unfortunately lost his race. One of the reasons I appreciate Matthew so much, I don't for, the, for a minute believe this man finds his identity in politics. This is part of where we have got to go. We have come to a place where I think many in our movement have gone astray. And we've got to get a hold of ourselves. This is a time for us to recalibrate ourselves. That's the key thing. That's the big takeaway. Chris out of Shelby. We've got to do some introspection, some self-examination. That's the first place to go. Vince, I'm wonderful today. Thanks for asking. Trump was the big loser yesterday. By the way, to the point I just made, it was kind of funny this morning. A good friend of mine sent a text. (laughs) He said here, uh, you know, in the usual pleasantries, good morning and all. And I was just making the comment, yeah, it was okay morning. And he asked, you know, stressed out over election results? I said, oh, no, I have a life. And his response was, I am so proud. It's like, come on. I, I, my life is not about this. That's not where I find my identity. Well, after I voted, I listened to Tara and Charlie and Vince for a little bit. Last night, I played video games, didn't watch any of the election coverage. Wow. Okay. Vince, hope you're finding faith and hope after the election, at least for the rest of the week. I cannot listen to election news. Only the media can turn a final score into 12 hours of fruitless discussion. That's from Dean. Ah, this texture says, let me guess, no Trump. You would say that. Huh. Maybe Trump should have put a less money toward rallies and more towards candidates and tight races. Federneck wins by 110,000 votes. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, quite a mess, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? He actually won. Fetterman won that race. Voters in California, Michigan, Vermont approved measures to add constitutional rights guaranteeing access to abortion. By the way, there was a ballot measure in Kentucky, my former home state of all places, that was supposed to ban abortions. It failed. The big question is, do the Republican voters not show up to the polls or the Democrat voters go to the polls more than expected? Why was it that a red wave was projected everywhere, yet nowhere did it happen? It did happen somewhere. If you paid attention to the coverage, you know where it did happen. And it turned what was, at one time, a swing state. It is a solid red state now. And I think there's a reason for that. Just putting that out there. Life goes on. Wife and I rode the motorcycle to vote and then for Mexican food. One big takeaway is the focus for Republican presidential candidates should be DeSantis over Trump. Have a blessed day. Hmm. Overall, nationally pretty divided, which should hopefully slow the government from doing much. The founders were genius. Yes, they were. Vince, I'm so glad we were able to flip the Supreme Court in North Carolina last night. Now, when we redraw the districts next year, 
There should be hopefully no judicial interference. People in my county worked extremely hard at the polls. That is from Jeff. Voted for Trump both times. His recent actions have softened my commitment to vote for him again. That is Alan out of Gastonia. Hmm. Vince, I'm bummed about the election results. I wanted a red wave, but was leery about getting one from the beginning. I just have to keep telling myself, let not your heart be troubled. Good for you. (laughs) I love this one. Looks like Tara has dropped support for Trump just like you. Traitors. (laughs) Really, people? So elections are over now. What? Now what? The supposed red wave didn't happen. Abortion appeared to matter more than what talk show hosts like yourself wanted people to believe. Most of the extreme Republicans lost or are losing. How does any of this change anything? Bench, you spoke truth today. MAGA's dying. I didn't say that. A texter did. Cheating did not happen. Right-wing conspiracy theories are more garbage. The red wave never happened. Deal with it. Vince, it's sad and depressing, but let's be reminded our great God is sovereign. God bless America. Amen. Last night was proof Trump is losing his grip on the Republican Party and needs to put his efforts behind someone else. This coming from someone who registered unaffiliated but votes 99.9% Republican. Good morning, Vince. Glad to hear your voice this morning. Don't know if you saw my email, but I cast my first ballot for a Republican candidate yesterday. Congratulations. Couldn't vote for Mr. Bud mostly because of his attachment to Trump, but I voted my heart, not my party. Looking forward to a non-Trump GOP presidential candidate in 2024. Take care, Vince. And this person said, as long as Republicans keep voting for Democrats, there will be no red wave. Just a sampling, and boy, I could go on forever. Vince Trump needs to move out of the way. He had his time. Hope his announcement is to back DeSantis 2024. Much more as we continue straight ahead right here. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program, I want to zip through some of the things that happened yesterday evening. The national races. Now, for those of you not familiar, here's the state of play. Here's where things stand today. I believe the last numbers I saw, I think it's 48-48 in the Senate. And the House... It's still not officially flipping to Republican control yet. There's still some outstanding races. And we'll talk about some of these races that are up in the air. First, I want to talk about Stacey Abrams. She's history. Now, I want to play a clip from Stacey Abrams that we did not get to yesterday. This is the kind of thing... And I I want to shout this on the housetops. By the way, speaking of shouting, a shout-out to my friend Matthew Ridenow, who I mentioned earlier, who was a candidate for a county commission. Unsuccessful effort yesterday evening, unfortunately. Matthew just sent a message here. My whole family crowded around the radio like a Rockwell painting. (laughs) That sounds pretty awesome. Glad you're with us this morning, all of you. God bless all of you. 
Stacey Abrams, as you know, we have about five minutes. We didn't play the whole clip. But we had a five-minute montage of her basically refusing to concede the election. Would this make her an election denier? And yet the media worshipped and praised this woman and held her up as some sort of a wonderful, strong black woman. And the woman's not that smart. Really isn't. Especially when you make really stupid comments about black men. I want you to hear this comment she made just a few days ago. We know that black voters are often discounted. And unfortunately, this year, black men have been a very targeted population for misinformation. Not misinformation about what they want, but about why they want what they deserve. And my campaign has been the only one that has very intentionally, thoughtfully, and consistently reached out. Reached out with what? Garbage? Propaganda? So in other words, we don't have the sense the sense to know when we are being targeted for propaganda or misinformation. We're especially vulnerable. I it, this just blows my mind. So I'm thrilled to death that Stacey Abrams was defeated again, this time fifty three to forty five, not even close. Now the question for me is between Beto and Stacey Abrams, is the mainstream news media going to stop worshiping these two morons? They are horrible candidates. And I think it's pretty much universal discussion yesterday evening. And I watched several channels where they talked about all the money that has been thrown at these two. For what? Wasted all kinds of money, ladies and gentlemen. Just absolutely wasted. And believe it or not, John Fetterman, he won his race yesterday evening. Defeating celebrity Dr. Mehmet Oz. This is just absolutely crazy. Do you remember one of the things that the media made a big deal about? about Mehmet Oz. Remember Crudite? Reporters at his election night event, Fetterman's, spotted a Crudite spread. John Fetterman clearly trolling Dr. Oz after his election victory. This was pretty brutal, ladies and gentlemen. And this is a net loss for the Republican Party. This was a seat once held by a Republican. And now it goes to a man who is probably, arguably, equally or less coherent than Joe Biden. This should not have happened at all. I'm going to delve into this a little bit more coming up in the next hour. Because I want the next hour to be about the future, about what went right yesterday evening. And there's one state in particular where things did go right. I'm going to talk about why they went right. But probably the most brilliant analysis that I have heard on this particular election last night, and why so many of us are disappointed today. This guy has hit this right in the head. 
conservative Washington Post columnist Mark Thiessen. He really drove this home. Now, there are people raising the question, and I raised this question, because, you know, when they had that debate, Fetterman versus Dr. Oz, voting had already started. And there's some raising the question, what if, what if that debate actually took place before early voting did? Would have made a difference? You'll hear this is part of the discussion led by Brett Baer yesterday evening. I want you to hear this as Brett Baer raises that question to Mark Thiessen. Please listen up because it sets the table for the discussion on the rest of this program. Listen up. Had the October 25th debate been September 30th, would this race have changed? Mm-hmm. Mark? I, I think it might have, or maybe it wouldn't have. I mean, I think there's a broader issue here, which mm-hmm. is that, so think about this. We have the worst inflation in four decades, the worst collapse in real wages in 40 years, the worst crime wave since the 1990s, the worst border crisis in U.S. history. We have Joe Biden, who is the least popular president since Harry Truman, since presidential polling happened, and there wasn't a red wave. That is a searing indictment of the Republican Party. That is a searing indictment of the message that we have been sending to the voters. They looked at all of that and said and looked at the Republican alternative and said, no, thanks. That is, that is a the Republican Party needs to do a really deep introspection look in the mirror right now, because this is this is an absolute disaster for the Republican Party. And we need to turn back. We need to start we need to look at who won today. Ron DeSantis, DeWine, uh, these these governors, Kemp. Kemp. Abbott. Abbott, you know, look at these governors. This is the path mm-hmm. to the future. At electing these, 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 uh, you know, these these radical candidates who who ran far behind them has put the Republican Party in a terrible position, and voters have left an indi- have have indicted the Republican Party. That's the most insightful thing I've heard in the last twenty four hours, and frankly, it's the most insightful thing that I've heard probably for the past few months, as it relates. To media on the subject of the Republican Party. It's the elephant in the room, ladies and gentlemen. I've said this for a long time. This party has lost its way. One of my comments I made before, and I'll repeat again the Republican Party ideologically is dead. And what we've seen under the Trump presidency was simply Trump manipulating a corpse. Now, is he, whatever happens with him, whatever happens there, the party is still in a state of flux. We're going to talk more about this as we continue the broadcast. Well, we've got some breaking news to tell you about. (laughs) This is just crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this story? Russia has announced its retreat from Kherson, a mammoth setback in the face of a grinding Ukrainian counteroffensive. The defense minister said Russian troops were retreating east of the Dnieper River in what appeared to be a full withdrawal from the city of Kherson, the one regional capital Russia had captured since its February invasion. The move a major setback for Russian President Vladimir Putin, who had declared the annexation of Kherson region. Boy, Pretty ugly picture over there, isn't it? (laughs) Very, very ugly. What do you think about the comments 
that I shared from Mark Thiessen before the break. Pretty strong. An indictment against the Republican Party. Over on the text line. Quite predictable. Some of the things that I've seen here. Some people are really, really furious. Let's start here. The country leans more liberal in order for a red wave to happen. It would take less people voting. Huh. Imagine if Republicans marginalized McConnell and put someone out there who could speak clearly and was a true patriot. Boy, imagine that. It's my hope the stolen election crowd doesn't start howling Democrats who won cheated. They need to get over this dead-end theory. Just wait till DeSantis gets the heat from the national stage. DeSantis will fold when they come after him and his friends and family like Trump. Your thoughts, Vince? My thoughts? Stop drinking orange Kool-Aid! Please! Stop it! I see, I hear this narrative, oh, he's got to fold, he's not as strong. I don't believe that for one moment. And there's only one person who wants you to believe that. And if you believe that for his sake, God help you. I'm serious, I'm really getting furious with this stuff. And it's not because I'm concerned about defending a candidate. I just, it blows my mind the fiction that people buy into. Talk about people being sheep. We have no right to talk about anybody else being sheep and being gullible on the Democrat side. Vince, I don't think DeSantis wants Trump's endorsement. Doing so would give the perception DeSantis is a MAGA guy, an election denier. Democrats would use those themes to defeat DeSantis. Yes, they would. When Trump makes this big announcement next week, I hope he tells everyone he's going to the moon and he won't be coming back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So when the polls were wrong about Trump. You and others blame media, Democrats, and anything that didn't agree. Not all the talk show hosts that have been pushing the red wave narrative that wasn't so. Where's the condemnation of your types in industry? I text before saying you and others were setting the Trump supporters up for failure. Where in the world do you get that? I'm shocked this race is not a Republican landslide. The fact the talking heads in their ivory towers love DeSantis lets me know I could never vote for the next establishment clown. Hashtag never DeSantis. <laughs> uh, you bring up how coherent... Fetterman and Biden are. Why don't you talk about Herschel Walker? The man is a straight-up retard. Okay. You just did. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, Vince, but you don't know squat. <laughs> this one's saying, you're coming across as a know-it-all lately. Isn't it possible I know something? Just something. The only way for Donald Trump to help the Republican Party is not to run. Mm-hmm. Vince, from my point of view, it's not about the quality of candidates. Both parties have horrible candidates. The public's the issue. Look at what's on the table. Abortion, civil rights, climate change. They're voting for a country void of soul and morals. Wow, that's clever. Vince, not only did Fetterman win, the Pennsylvania voters also elected a dead representative to office in the Pittsburgh area. What does it say about the mentalities of the voter, voters in that state? 
Oh, my goodness. Vince, that guy had me hook, line, and sinker when he said Ron DeSantis. He lost me on Mike DeWine, the lockdown Republican. Not crazy about Greg Abbott either. Brian Kemp allowed his state to be the epicenter of the voter fraud in 2020. So if that's the GOP's future, I may go full libertarian. Not ready to make that decision yet, though. Okay. Just a sampling. And this is unfortunate. I'm done with voting. I voted in every election, primary runoff since 1980. I'm done. I will continue to listen to your show for entertainment purposes only. Signed, a lifelong Republican. I'm very sad that you would make that decision. I voted Trump twice. Vince, it's time for Trump to go and DeSantis to take over the Republican Party. Trump drags the whole party down. And I love this one. This is a winner. Please remove Vince Coakley from WRD, 106.3 WRD. God bless. That's from Dixie. Well, God bless you too, Dixie. I ain't getting removed. It ain't going to happen. Sorry. Hour number two. We'll talk about the future. It's straight ahead. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. From the heart of the Carolinas, challenging the smug, misinformed arrogance of the left. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And welcome back. Hour number two of our broadcast. And boy, is this text line been scrolling away today. You know, and part of what's going on, there's an, let's be honest about it, there is an ideological fight going on within the Republican Party. It's just really that simple, which is one of the reasons why you got people, take this guy off the air. You've got people who want only one message and want only one person. And I'm, I'm daring to say it to you. These people are totalitarian in nature. We cannot accept that from anybody. This texture saying, Vince, man, you're getting it from all sides today. Trumpers can't take truth. <laughs> Henry says, kingdoms of earth belong to the most high God. He will give them to whomever he chooses. The question is whether as a nation we deserve blessing or curses. I think we know the answer to that question. Dixie, in the previous hour, asked for 106.3 WRD to remove me. Hey, Vince, you need to tell Dixie, I like it. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Well, thank you. (laughs) And Gigi adds, we love you. Please don't go. Please don't go. Just like the song says. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Jeff would like to know, why do you always talk bad about Trump? I've had plenty of praise for Donald Trump. The sad thing is, and I'm going to be very blunt about this, lately there's been nothing to praise. I'm going to share another clip from you, for you, and I have a reason for sharing this in just a bit. Because it's really important. Vince, it doesn't matter what we think about President Trump at this point. I'm off the Trump train with both feet on the platform. May even burn 
What does this say? May even burn my stuff. Where did the rest of this go? But we have to address this madness of waiting days to no results and figure out ways to better secure our elections. This is third world stuff that's going to make people, fewer people trust the process. Republicans are as much to blame. Jeff, you know what the answer to this is? Florida. They fixed all this. You remember they were the laughing stock of the country years ago with the hanging chads and all the other garbage years ago? They fixed all of that. And look what happened. They had their winners early on yesterday evening. This didn't drag on. Didn't drag on. They. This is part of what I've talked about. We have to be people who provide solutions, not just complain. Before I go into my observations about where this party needs to go in the future, and then you're going to hear a person who I believe is one of the people who I think can be trusted to lead this party in the future. Had an excellent speech last night. I dare call it presidential. You're going to hear that in just a bit. Here's my list of things, observations from last night. What won last night? Number one, a healthy identity. Can I say this again? A healthy identity. Someone who's healthy in their own identity doesn't need to be praised all the time, is not looking for pats on the back, and does not need someone to prop them up at all. A record to run on. Look at the governors, whether it's Texas, Florida. They had records to run on especially Florida, because of things they have done, especially, and this ties into the next point, legislative successes. It's a bad thing when you do a series of executive orders, and then once the next person comes in, they just wipe all that away. You think that's not a problem? Ask Barack Obama. With the exception of Obamacare, there's not much left of his agenda except for the administrative things he did and put in motion. A positive agenda. We cannot just be about complaints and conspiracy theories. There has to be something encouraging and positive for people to grab onto. Look at all these candidates who won last night, who didn't have much trouble in their victories this is the reason. Now, someone gave the example of DeWine. I'm not a big Mike DeWine fan. I'm really not. From a political standpoint, though, you have to recognize these are folks who are accomplished. Two other things I want to add. Courage to fight bad ideas, but not people. The courage to fight bad ideas, but not people. And the second one ties right into it. The refusal to make unnecessary enemies. There are people that just make enemies wherever they go. And some people think this is courageous. No, it's not. Sometimes it means that you're a straight-up ass. And unfortunately, we found 
unfortunately, we've got people right now who think there's something courageous and cool about this. No, sometimes you're just rude and obnoxious. And there's a point when people get tired of that. And they just want you to shut the hell up and stay away from them. How about if they saw people who are winsome, who are encouraging, who are happy, joyful, So I think this is a very interesting clip I want to play very quickly before the next segment when you'll hear from a person who delivered an excellent speech last night. I want you to hear Donald Trump's response on the question of taking credit for people who may have succeeded. This was an interview before last night's election results. I want you to hear this. Listen up. You've endorsed more than 330 candidates this election cycle. Uh, Tonight, win or lose, the results for Republicans, um, how much of that will be because of Donald Trump? Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all, okay? But it'll probably be just the opposite. Uh, When they win, I think they're going to do very well. I'll probably be given very little credit, even though in many cases I told people to run. And they ran and they turned out to be very good candidates. You know, they've turned out to be very good candidates. uh, But usually what would happen is uh, when they do well, I won't be given any credit. And if they do badly, they will blame everything on me. So I'm prepared for anything, but we'll defend ourselves. Folks, please stop the madness. Please. This man still believes it's all about him. Still believes that. Coming up, you're going to hear, you've just heard the past. This is the history of the Republican Party, the recent history. And this is not an endorsement. But coming up, you're going to hear what I believe could be an important part of the party's future. And I think this man has set an excellent example in his home state with all the things I just described to you in that list. That and much more as we continue our Wednesday broadcast. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program. And I want to very quickly just want to get to, from my perspective, the best speech that I heard on election night. I call this theme the message freedom is here to stay. The message delivered by Ron DeSantis. Listen up. Well, thank you so much. You know, over these past four years, We've seen major challenges for the people of our state, for the citizens of the United States, and above all, for the cause of freedom. We saw freedom in our very way of life in so many other jurisdictions in this country wither on the vine. Florida held the line. We chose facts over fear. We chose education over indoctrination. We chose law and order over rioting and disorder. 
Florida was a refuge of sanity when the world went mad. We stood as a citadel of freedom for people across this country and indeed across the world. We faced attacks. We took the hits. We weathered the storms. But we stood our ground. We did not back down. We had the conviction to guide us, and we had the courage to lead. We made promises. We made promises to the people of Florida, and we have delivered on those promises. And so today, after four years, the people have delivered their verdict. Freedom is here to stay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, thanks to the overwhelming support of the people of Florida, we not only won election, we have rewritten the political map. Thank you for honoring us with a win for the ages. I want to thank all of our campaign staff, from campaign manager Genera Peck down. This was the best run campaign in the history of Florida politics. I want to thank all of our wonderful volunteers who worked so hard to get out the vote. Your support means the world to Casey and I. God bless you and thank you. Now, it's a lot easier to run a good campaign when you got a great record to run on. And I would not have been able to see the level of accomplishments that we saw unless I had outstanding personnel working in the executive office of the governor, as well as heading state agencies. These folks worked hard to implement our agenda. They believed in our agenda, and the results have been historic. Thank you for your support and work. Thank you to Miami-Dade County. to Palm Beach County. Now, we're still uh, tallying the votes, but it's clearly apparent that this election, we will have garnered a significant number of votes from people who may not have voted for me four years ago. And I just want to let you know, I am honored to have earned your trust and your support over these four years. important of all, thank you to the greatest first lady in all 50 states. For being a great wife, giving unwavering support, being a tremendous mother uh, to our three young children, and serving as an example for women throughout this state, especially going through the battle of cancer, she 
is remarkable. of the 2022 fall elections, but in reality, Americans have been voting for many years now. They've been voting with their feet, and the results of that behavior has been just as stark as our landslide victory today. States and cities governed by leftist politicians have seen crime skyrocket. They've seen their taxpayers abused. They've seen medical authoritarianism imposed, and they've seen American principles discarded. The woke agenda has caused millions of Americans to leave these jurisdictions for greener pastures. Now this great exodus of Americans for those folks, Florida, for so many of them, has served as the promised land. We, we have embraced freedom. We have maintained law and order. We have protected the rights of parents. We have respected our taxpayers, and we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. People have come here because our policies work. Leadership matters. We refuse to use polls and put our finger in the wind. Leaders don't follow, they lead. We set out a vision, we executed on that vision, and we produced historic results. And the people of this state have responded in record fashion. Governor Ron DeSantis, and notice how many references you hear there to we. Not a single instance of him drawing unnecessary attention to himself. Notice how much he's praising others. Notice how much he has built a team. We, freedom here to stay. Unbeatable message. And I hope we hear more of it. And frankly, I hope there are others who rise to the occasion in this season so we have some good choices but I'm telling you this is a great start I'd love to get your thoughts calls and texts as we continue the broadcast stay with us Vince Coakley Radio Program. I want to use the balance of this broadcast for more of your input and response. What you're feeling today overall, your response not only to the election results, but just your overall mood and how this has impacted you. Sense of disappointment, whatever it is. Very much like to get your perspective on just how you are dealing with all of this. 
and your perspective about the future. Optimistic, pessimistic, concerned, worried. The Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800 1110 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. And we head to the sprawling metropolis of Fort Mill for Dean. Good morning, Dean. Welcome to the broadcast. Good morning, Vince. I know we're all getting through this better with you on the air than without, so I do know that. Well, thank you. Appreciate those kind words. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you were talking about the Republican Party and the deterioration, I, I was wondering if it, if it really is an indictment against them or just maybe the entire political party system kind of thing, because all we've talked about are the individual candidates now and their beliefs rather than emphasizing their party affiliation. Um, so you're wondering if this is a broader issue, and, and I think what you have to do then is ask the question, this becomes an us thing, doesn't it, Dean? What, yeah, what is it know, about us yeah. overall? Well, there's there's so much more dissemination of information and and reflection, and we, you know, we, we know so much more about the candidates than, you know, what was, you know, formerly presented to us that maybe... Uh, Maybe that's that's where the defining line is starting to move. I'm, I'm sure that's part of it, Dean. Uh, very much appreciate your call and perspective. I, th- I think this goes broader, though, in terms of our expectation about, and, and I'm not sure, uh, my own perspective is, I'm not sure that we're wanting the right things. I, I'm, I'm talking in my own life. In my own life right now, there are things that I need. At the same time, there are things that I want. I think there's the same thing going on right now in our political system. I think we've got people who want certain things. And unfortunately, the wants, the focus on what we want, is drowning out what we really need. And frankly, I think most of the people, this is just my observation. Let me me just back up a little bit here. Let me put it this way. I think a lot of people in the Republican Party do not correctly understand what we need. I think there's a preoccupation with what we want and what makes us feel good. What we want to hear, what we want to see, which in many cases amounts to little more than entertainment. That's my honest assessment. And I think even if... In some cases, a really good candidate comes along. I'm not sure that we would jump at that. Because I think we're more focused on wants than needs. By the way, here's one of my favorite texts today. I can't wait until you're taken off the radio and replaced by a gay transgender Democrat freak. I love this text. This is a winner. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I was just chatting because I sent a couple of these texts today to a good friend of mine. The reaction was like, oh, my goodness, are you okay? It's like, no, this is hilarious. <laughs> Vince, we find ourselves in the place today because we do not have a well-informed or educated electorate. Till we fix that issue, we'll get the same or worse. You are so right. I assume this is referring to the speech from DeSantis. That speech is exactly why I don't support Trump anymore. Hmm. Wow, what is this, Judgmental Wednesday? Give me one example how I've been judgmental. 
I mean, this is this is hilarious. It really is. Whoever wrote this, you sound like a liberal. Because this is what liberals love to do. You It hurts my feelings. Talk about people looking for safe spaces. Talk about snowflakes. This person, I assume, defending Trump and what he said about candidates. Vince, that was tongue-in-cheek. Of course it is. Vince on his high horse today, folks. Vince, we owe a tremendous amount of gratitude to Trump for sparking the movement, but it's time for him, for once, to set his ego aside and do what is best for the country. He needs to look at the wall. The handwriting is there. It's Ken out of Simpsonville. Ken, that is so insightful. That's brilliant. I love people that don't want to talk about Trump, but talk about Trump all the time. It's time to move on, Vince. I know you're here to get people riled up, but let's move on. When everyone stops talking about Trump, then Trump will go away. That's how politics work. You should know this with all your good friends in politics. Also on the text line, Vince, we have to find the medium between Trump's policy and his inflated ego. I think DeSantis is that medium. He's the answer. In 24, bottom line. Love Ron DeSantis. Vince, after watching the results of last night's election, I'm convinced of one thing. The people of Illinois love crime, a high inflation rate, illiteracy, and open borders resulting in deadly drugs and criminals pouring into their neighborhoods. And there's no hope for them. Yeah. Thank you greatly for playing that, as in Ron DeSantis. There's no comparison between DeSantis and Trump. DeSantis wins hands down by what he has done and his knowing who made it happen. This person adds, that's a presidential candidate. The only time I heard DeSantis mention the word I was when he was showing gratitude, unlike Trump, who only thinks of himself. DeSantis sounds like your typical Republican. Talks a big talk. We'll see if it's just a bunch of hot air, like most Republican leaders spout. If that's all you got from this, you obviously haven't been paying attention. Because we're talking about someone who isn't just delivering a speech. The man's been in office, and he has the record to back up what he's saying. That's what ought to make a tremendous difference. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.